Hello, hello, hello. This is Mickey here with another tech beat for you, along with my partner in media crime, Lance. Hey, folks, what's going on? Yes, yes, yes. One of the regulars of the Pondering Nerdcast. I am a guest in nature, but I'm also a nerd by choice. <laughs> and we're going to nerd out with some uh, tech news right now. So let's get into the tech news that we found interesting this week. Um, for me, I was perusing archive.org to find some really interesting old pictures of African-Americans shooting video in the middle of Times Square and other famous parts of New York City. And around my um, stumblings around archive.org, I found this uh, interesting unrelated fact uh, that the first time the word robot was used was for a Czech play in 1920 titled R-U-R or Rossum's Universal Robots. So the English version of that title actually had the word robots in it. And I actually found that out on archive.org's blog. So that was pretty dope. And um, also I stumbled upon uh, an archive of Amazing Stories, the comic book. All of it is on archive.org. So I thought that was pretty cool. I should uh, clear it up for folks. You just said check play. I don't think people know what check is. You should oh. say Czech Republic, the actual country. <laughs> yeah. uh, moving on. Uh, so why am the Amazon union vote is bigger than Amazon itself? So in context, I should say that Amazon has about nearly 800,000 workers worldwide, I believe. Or it could just be in America. Not quite sure. But for a very long time, if you guys have been checking out Amazon, it's one of like the pre po, no post dot com bubble companies that still exists and you know from that has grown into this mega shopping area which is used all types of text and stuff like that and now um with that comes a lot of labor issues because as much as we like our next day shipping with amazon or whatever people still need to move those packages to where it needs to get to. And there's been a long-standing issue with labor issues around that just working for Amazon overall. Predominantly, I would say lower, quote-unquote, lower-class jobs, if you will, uh, and which happens to be like considered minimum wage, low skill, that sort of thing, where now some of the Amazon workers are coming together and wanted to unionize specifically in Alabama. And, um, of course, Amazon has been, you know, very uh, union resistant. They've hired exp expensive firms. Like, there are firms out there who are literal, um, what do you call them? Union busters? Is that what they call, Mickey? Yep. Um, it's like, and it's, you know, that's something that's been going on for a while. And overall, you know, it's just like it's this thing within that type of tech company where the human aspect of it or the human uh, factor of it doesn't quite matter as long as the overhead is lower, you know. And so that's kind of like the real cost in many ways. I do wish them luck with this. I hope they do get the union because there are certain things that Amazon does, which is kind of mind boggling to me. 
Uh, but at the same time, I should keep in preference that, you know, Amazon has what they call a high turnover rate. That means people come in and out of that type of job very quickly. So even the people who are going to be voted into this union may not even still be working for the company or not. So we don't really know how this will go overall. And for the most part, I believe that. I don't know if it's everywhere in America that is $15 an hour to work for Amazon now um, in that particular type of jobs. So I could be wrong about that. But we'll see how that kind of pans out because I think it's very important, especially in that type of. It's weird. It's like it's labor, but it's tech. Is where you buy your tech. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. We'll see how that works out. Wish them luck. I wish them luck for sure. Everyone has the right to have a healthy work-life balance. Mm. And what Amazon workers are going through is just... <laughs> it's amazing. A lot of people would not be able to survive. <laughs> they have... Uh, apparently, they have this thing where they gauge your work to there's two metrics they 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 gauge this on one how many packages you're scanning and how fast you're doing it that like that's the first one and then the other one is how long you take your break for <laughs> just quite amazing to me quite amazing to me mm -hmm. and if you don't meet these particular metrics or whatever um you can either be reprimanded or fired wow and, and that's how that goes Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My next topic has to do with Apple Music because they're actually forming a, a type of playlist called Saylists, where hope. they chose over 170 songs, right? Tracks that are specially chosen by an algorithm that finds repetitive, challenging sounds, uh, especially um, sounds that are difficult for speech sound disorder uh, holding individuals like children. Mm. Um, in the UK, the UK, for example, one in 12 children is believed to have some sort of a speech disorder, speech or sound disorder. So Apple Music is, yeah, making this special playlist to help people with speech issues. And I thought that was pretty dope. That's kind of... Fascinating. I mean, I knew that speech disorder existed, but I feel like, I, I mean, I'm just learning about this. I didn't know this was like an issue when it comes to music, you know? Yeah, it is very specific, right? Like it's very, it's of very... all the things that Apple Music is choosing to address. Yeah. But it, it's easy too, like just finding an algorithm that analyzes repetitive sounds mm -hmm. and just adding them to a playlist that anyone can listen to really and, and can benefit from. And I also feels like this says something about music that isn't quite flattering. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Like one of uh, Dua Lipa's songs. <laughs> oh, really? Is it's, that who? Yeah. Yeah, it's Dua Lipa Lizzo's. Oh, okay. And Lizzo. Okay. Yeah, one of her songs is chosen. Fatboy Slim. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. This, yeah. this is... Very interesting. Very, mm -hmm. very, very interesting. Yeah, if you want to read more about it uh, in the show notes, we're going to have a link to the BBC yeah. article. Yeah, yeah, very formulaic. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very so. formulaic, yes. 
cookie cutter music has its uses, I guess. <laughs> There's a template, guys. There is a template. Uh, speaking of templates, right? Uh, so we all know that social media has been played, uh, well, has played a pretty large role in our lives since the inception of it, I would say. Um, even back when Facebook was only available to um, to college students only, that's the only way you can get in there for, for like, I don't even know how many years they did that for until it went public. But in recent, uh, given what the... 2020 election and stuff like that there was an app or a company that came up called parlor um which was more or less considered the far right wing or the far white uh white <laughs> far far right you know uh community um social media like that's what you know if you, you believe you're like a staunch conservative um patriot whatever twisted beliefs you may have about society um that's where you would go and get your i don't know your conservative on but so the there is this funny article from mashable where paula had to explain to their users uh, or she said to their angry users what free speech is which is ironic in so many ways because the CEO of Parler, the people who owns Parler, kept on saying that um, they they feel that their free speech and freedom of expression was taken from them because these companies um, this decided not to host them anymore, like Amazon, Facebook, uh, Apple. Um, uh, Apple took them off of their uh, Play Store and stuff like that, and that that was like their biggest argument. And then it turns out that that Parler participated or cooperated with the FBI in the Capitol riots <laughs> to take their users posts and give it to them. So obviously, you know, the, the users were really upset. They said what they had to say, but apparently the vitriol was so high that Parla had to respond and say, Hey, this is how freedom of speech works. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, mind you, they had to point out that the posts that they shared with the FBI were public posts, you know, because one, from what I understand, you didn't have to pay to be on Parler. You didn't have to pay like there was no paywall to get in. But I believe if you wanted to be certified or have a blue check mark of sorts, you needed to give them actual information about yourself, like, you know, real life information like um, so your Social Security or something like that to get that thing and then, then it was known in the parlor streets not to trust people who doesn't have the little blue check or whatever because <laughs> they, they weren't verified as a real person on the app or in their community and stuff like that so it's it's quite fascinating that parlor has to <laughs> in their death throes to explain to their users once again they're not above the law you're just not above the law and stuff like that. And it's very ironic because that's this is the same reason why Amazon and so many different companies kick Parler off of their services um, because they said that, you know, their audience was literally a fraction of Facebook's audience and that content moderation should be easier with that little of an audience to, to maintain, you know, so. I'm just... I'm just in shock at <laughs> how sad that is. This, but this also, remember when I was telling you that apparently Trump announced that he's going to be making his own social media? Yep. So apparently what is happening with that is, 
you know, I, 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 and I did say, I don't see who's going to actually want to work with Trump, any American hosting companies of any, of any kind, because they still have to adhere by the laws, you know, give, cause it's a little weird that he would cry about section 230. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. It's pretty much a law that protects, um, internet companies from liabilities based on what people post, based on what the users say or do on their, on their platform. And then make his own. Then make his platform. own, where he can then stoke the um, his racism and everything else, as if Section Two Thirty won't affect him. Let's see how far this goes, folks. And guess what? Biden is looking into Section Two Thirty and looking to get away with it, to to do away with it altogether. So great, thanks. I yes. wow, <laughs> this is such a soap opera. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, don't, don't y'all find it funny like we find it funny? Okay. I find it Oh, fucking hilarious. Just, just hilarious <laughs> and sad. Uh, yeah. So my uh, last uh, story for tonight is because um, it's nighttime where we are in New York City. Um, the Bank of England. Yeah. The UK. They're unveiling a new banknote celebrating World War II codebreaker Turing. This is from a Reuters article uh, recently. Um, and in a nutshell, yeah, uh, UK is unveiling a new uh, bill. It doesn't say the quantity, uh, so I guess it's just in the works, but... 50 pounds. Oh, 50 pounds, okay. Mm -hmm. The 50-pound note <laughs> features an image of Alan Turing, who was a codebreaker of uh, Germany's ciphers and helped to win World War II. And also, he was totally of the gay persuasion. And unfortunately, his death, which in my opinion is murder of the government. But he took his own life because he was charged with indecency. Uh, let, me, let me read the article and see how they worded it, those fuckers. Um, indecent perversion or some shit like that. Pretty much... He was found to be gay and it was against the law until 1967 hmm. in the UK. And he took his own life because of that. But he helped to win UK. Uh, their their um, World War II uh, um, efforts. So mm, such disrespect at the time and still and fortunately the government is wising up and is honoring him him in this way but is i mean he's not around to mm. know how his own country truly feels about him does he have an estate i don't know darling yeah oh. I would just ask it if, <laughs> if it was like, you know, if the family was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> it's like, you know, um, but yeah, pretty fascinating. And so my last ep uh, episode, <laughs> my last um, article that I'm going to talk about here, you might be noticing a theme here with me. Everything is about apparently social media and what is happening there because it's been a big, like I said, a big top uh, talking topic or talking point in our media and our government and stuff in the last year or so. Um, so TikTok, which is, you know, one of the latest, uh, latest and greatest out there for the social medias out there, um, are now being looked at as uh, 
them being, or I would say accused or being blamed for their algorithm, um, helping them radicalize other folks to be more far right in their, in, in certain ways. Um, they're saying that TikTok is now prompting users to follow far right extremist accounts. And that is becoming an issue overall. I am, I do have a personal TikTok account and I can tell you without a doubt, um, even the people I choose to follow, I don't necessarily get to see a lot more of people like that, but usually the type of content they, they, they cover sometimes have to do with far right people. And I do end up seeing those things on my account as well. They, no, I haven't seen the suggested follow button yet, but apparently that's what is happening with TikTok right now. So mm, there's a lot of things going on with that, uh, with that platform overall when it comes to the algorithm. So we'll see what happens because, yeah, there's, there's things going on there that are just not good. Not good at all. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting stuff. So if you found any of the stories that we covered interesting, I want to know what your opinions are about them. Shoot us a message. You can shoot us an email at ponderingnerds at gmail.com. You can also comment uh, mm-hmm. under the post that you find this um, this episode episode mm-hmm. on. And uh, I, I actually want to try something new. I want for anyone who's listening to write up a little tech beat of their own and maybe we can read it for you because you know there's there's news everywhere and i i don't want to hear it the same old shit about apple apple google apple the fang squad right facebook apple netflix and google <laughs> is that what they're called yeah there's actually oh, wow yeah there's okay. there's fang with one a and fang with two a's right huh so you got apple and, and amazon. amazon right oh wow That's right amazing. right okay. so all that to say yeah i don't want to just learn about tech news from them mm. i want there's there's like a whole wide world of technology uh, innovations and changes that's happening and I want to learn about them all so if you know about something let us know and uh, yeah until next time take it easy and uh, yeah enjoy the Pondering Nerdcast peace